thanks for listening. I'm recording this episode on June 10th of 2020, and we are going to be talking about communication and the upcoming Mercury retrograde. Um, So I have wrestled with how to approach this subject, and I'm finding that I cannot separate it from issues of... um, femininity, if you will, um, probably because this involves the, the sign of cancer, which is um, an archetype of the mother. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure most of my audience is um, female anyway, so we'll just go with it. Um, but yeah, I, I had recorded about 20 minutes and had to delete it because I could feel myself kind of dancing around this issue um, and it just felt disingenuous. Um, I don't know how to have this conversation without pulling that into the mix. So um, here we go. Um, so communication. Okay. The, the things that I would like to say around this um, inevitably center around these styles of communication, which are unique to each person, but they also are um, definitely tend to be different um, between men and women or masculine and feminine uh, people. So the interesting thing about Mercury, um, it is a essentially a gender neutral planet. Um, it is more influenced by the sign that it is in, um, whereas some other planets are kind of, they, um, they are flavored, if you will, by the signs that they're in, but they still um, express themselves a particular way. But because Mercury is communication information, how we process information, how we obtain information, and how we share it, um, it, it's more influenced by the sign that it's in. So if you want to work more on understanding your natal mercury, um, we will be doing that work this month over on my Patreon page, um, where I'll be breaking down mercury through the signs and the houses, um, in much more in depth than this particular podcast. So, um, Mercury retrograde in Cancer. Cancer is the archetype of the mother. And I find that in pop astrology or in, um, that, well, in various places, it's not just in astrology. I find that feminine archetypes tend to be very lacking in um, depth and nuance. And so something that I'd like to say from the get-go is that feminine and masculine in astrology simply refers to the way that the energy moves. So if a planet or a sign is masculine, it moves outward, it is expressive, it can be aggressive, um, whereas feminine planets are more um, intuitive and emotional and um, receptive, which is where that intuition comes in, and emotions are also receptive in the sense that um, they 
are affected by external happenings. So emotions are how we feel about something. Um, and this isn't to say that like women are purely this and men are purely this. It's just um, when I say masculine and feminine in relation to astrology, what I'm referring to is how the energy moves. Okay. So um, cancer as a mother archetype is generally portrayed as um, home, love, food, nourishment, care, um, lots of crying, very soft, all of those things. I would like to um, put my two cents in and say that I feel like the other side of the archetype that gets left out here very often is a mother's rage. Um, and if you're a mother, you you know this very well, I'm sure, that quote-unquote mama bear instinct, um, that protective energy. So traditionally, cancer rules the fourth house. It rules um, the IC, which is the bottom of the chart. This is home. This is what we protect from the external world. Whereas its opposite sign, Capricorn, traditionally rules the midheaven, the MC. Um, that is external. That is out there. It um, is interested in goals and um, having you know a good reputation material gain all of that cancer is more centered in the home and in the heart um, and definitely in the body so um we have mercury retrograde in cancer stationing retrograde at 14 degrees of cancer june 18th um, and this moves through july 12th back to five degrees of cancer cancer my experience with Mercury retrograde in Cancer has been that um, people are extra super sensitive. And so, and it's in a way that it's almost like no matter what you say, somebody gets their feelings hurt. Um, and that's not, that's not to discount the necessity and validity of emotions those things are necessary um, but when they're taken to an extreme it's not healthy or helpful um, so the idea is always to find the balance of if something brings up an, a, a strong emotional reaction that that's your body trying to tell you something and so it's important to listen to that and try to unpack it as much as you are prepared to do um and we have a full moon and partial eclipse um, in Capricorn, directly opposite Mercury. Um, so that should be fun. Um, <laughs> so Capricorn, the opposite sign of Cancer, Capricorn is very dry, um, very uh, logical, cold, um, it's just, it has its virtues, certainly, but Capricorn is not known at all for being, um, I don't want to say loving. Um, it's just, it's not, a, it's not a soft 
sign. It's just not. Um, it might be way deep down beneath the exterior, but for the most part, Capricorn tends to be very dry, um, very self-oriented, um, goal-oriented, things like that. So we're going to have the moon in Capricorn opposite Mercury, and the moon's going to be with Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn. And this is all going to be... Um, intention with Mars and Mercury. So our emotions are going to be in, in this tension with um, words and information and communication as well as our anger. Oh, um, <laughs> and this is all you know, not too long before we have Mars moving into Aries on June 27th for the rest of the year. This year... <laughs> is just relentless, truly relentless. Um, so if you are tired and exhausted, you know, welcome to the party of 2020. We're just, we're just in it, honey. <laughs> so um, bringing this into a deeper discussion about communication styles, um, I think it's interesting that this particular Mercury retrograde is um, having this this tension with, with the moon and Mars. Um, Mars is very masculine, um, aggressive, direct. Um, a lot of the things that cancer is not. So people who have um, Mercury and cancer natally tend to be very caring and very... Um, they're that friend that you call when you need to just have a good cry but Mercury in Cancer is not good at communicating its needs and its anger, um, which with anything that we hold on to and repress, uh, it, eventually it boils over. It's not good to hold on to our emotions, but especially to hold on to anger. And that's not to say that we should act impulsively, um, but if things don't get expressed, if they are not allowed to move through the body, they get stuck um, and it just gets worse. So when we talk about communication, um, it's so vital and it's so necessary. Um, and there are good and bad ways to do it. But I firmly believe that even bad communication is better than no communication, which is definitely what we're seeing now collectively um, with this movement and the political climate and um, people really getting behind um, this need to express and communicate um, people that aren't ready for that or do not know how to do that are likely feeling um, pushed against a wall and, and <laughs> probably sort of like assaulted mentally um, because some people don't know how to take in uncomfortable information and they don't know how to sit with it and they don't a lot of people don't even know how to have a, a healthy conversation anymore which is a whole other issue <laughs> in our society um 
it's not as encouraged. Um, social media has definitely sectioned people off. I wonder to what degree it's intentional with algorithms and such um, to the point where we get in these camps and that's all we see and that's all we hear. I'm hoping that this is changing currently, um, but it, it's clearly making people uncomfortable. Um, so with regard to communication style when it comes to Cancer and Capricorn, these are both um, very, Cancer's very feminine, Capricorn's very masculine. I can't discuss this and not talk about the differences in communication styles between um, masculine and feminine people. So um, specifically in the United States, especially, we do live in a society that is structured around the um, benefit of masculine qualities Um, and it's been so inherent in our culture for so long that I don't even think most people realize it at all because it's just that's how it is Um, so I will be using some personal examples from my life because that's just what I have (laughs) on hand to offer, but, um, I, I grew up with three brothers and I am the only girl and, um, my Mercury is an Aries, which is very masculine and very direct and very angry. (laughs) I've had to work on that my whole life. Um, I think I've gotten better, but it's always a work in progress. So, um, growing up around that many boys, I was, um, I don't know if it's fair to say I was taught or so much as I just absorbed this. Um, I learned through experience the way that, um, men communicate to an extent, Um, so it was very odd for me once I started attending school and, um, as I got older, um, understanding the vast differences between the way that men or masculine people are taught to communicate or how they are allowed and encouraged to communicate and the difference um, as to how women or feminine people are encouraged and taught to communicate. Um, I bless you if you follow me on social media. I am a blunt lady Um, (laughs) and it's not everybody's cup of tea and that's totally fine. Um, I don't think that all people are meant to be that way. I think people are certainly meant to be different because if we were all that aggressive, the world would be on fire even more than it is now. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I just, it was very strange for me having grown up with these brothers, with these boys, you know, if somebody had confrontation, it was 
very direct, um, almost to the point of like occasion, the occasional fist fight. Um, (laughs) and you had to, I think being the youngest, I definitely felt like in order to be able to hang out with the boys, I had to really assert myself, um, and show some capacity for dominance and strength and all that stuff that comes with having a lot of, um, brothers or just male figures in your family life. Um, so that was my upbringing and my mom, to her credit, didn't ever really, um, I, I don't, well, there's one exception, and I won't talk about that here, but um, for the most part, she really never discouraged me to use my voice. She never discouraged me in in my anger, except when it got out of hand. Um, my mom is good at speaking up for other people. Um, it's funny, because her, I'm pretty sure her mercury is in cancer, now that, I, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, um, which might be why I feel very qualified to speak on this, uh, this Mercury retrograde in particular. But so um, she is very protective of her children. She is very um, protective of the underdogs. She is very protective of people who are disenfranchised and feel unloved and are mistreated. Um, And that is very Mercury in Cancer. Cancer wants to defend what it loves, but it's not good at defending itself. My Mercury being in Aries, Cancer and Aries have a square. Um, So they communicate very, very, very differently. I um, am aggressive. I'm very good at protecting myself and asserting myself. Um, And I think... Part of her liked that um, or appreciated that because she knew I was never going to be anyone's doormat. Um, But that's not to say that my mouth has never gotten me in trouble. (laughs) So anyway, my point is here with with this whole um, tangent. So our society, while I personally had a different experience in my upbringing... Um, I wasn't shamed for being loud or aggressive or expressing myself. However, when I got out into the world and met um, more women, I was really surprised to see the the different um, communicative behaviors. So, and again, this isn't to say that all women communicate this way. They don't. Um, I have several friends that are just as loud and aggressive as I am. So, um, but, but culturally speaking, I have noticed that women are largely, you know, white American women in particular are taught to be nice, to be quiet, um, to not rock the boat. If you speak up for yourself, you're being a nag. If you assert yourself, you're being a bitch. Um, and if you just express your emotions in general, then when women are shamed, oh, you're being too emotional. Oh, you know, you're out of control. Um, that's bullshit. (laughs) It's really bullshit. Um, I think that society, a society that was created and structured around the benefit of masculine qualities, inevitably 
um, shames and, and dismisses and invalidates feminine expression, especially feminine expression that is at odds with the status quo. So, um, with related to the things that are happening, you know, these protests, this whole movement, um, I have personally seen women who I know are caring and, and good and probably very troubled by what's happening feel like they don't, um, know what to say or that they shouldn't say anything out of fear for being socially shamed by their peers because it's unladylike. Oh, don't be political. Oh, don't, you know, just be nice. I'm so done with the word nice. (laughs) Nice is the hand of patriarchy over the mouths of women. Being nice needs to be done, like canceled, buried, set on fire. We're done being nice. Nice does not accomplish anything. Now, kindness and nice are not the same thing. Nice is a mask. Nice is suppression. Nice is a forced smile so that you don't make other people uncomfortable. Can you feel me stepping on my soapbox? <laughs> um, but truly, it, it's just bullshit. Um, and, you know, I have yet to see any moment when somebody tells a man to be nice. Um, I, I've never heard that in my life. It's always boys will be boys. Oh, you know how men are, blah, 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 blah. This gets us into a deeper conversation centered around how women or feminine people have to do all of the emotional labor, not only for our friends who we love, but for our partners. We have to absorb everyone's emotional turmoil and try to regulate it all the time. Now, yes, compassion is important and necessary, but being a martyr for other people's comfort is not. You don't have to do it. Let people be uncomfortable. Life is unfucking comfortable, and that's okay. Um and I, and i'm not putting the blame purely on um masculinity i think it is very unfortunate that we live in a society where men are not taught how to express their feelings they're not taught that it is healthy they're allowed to be angry and that is all they're not allowed to be sad they're not allowed to be um they're not allowed to cry they're not allowed to be vulnerable if you talk about your feelings, you're a fucking pussy. Like, it's just really unfair to everyone. So because our society has conditioned men to be cold and logical and suppress their emotions and only really bring them out around women or, you know, their feminine partners, feminine counterparts, if you will, then that means that we as women 
get dumped on all the time. Meanwhile, our own feelings are very rarely respected. This is a problem. This is something that I feel like is important all the time, but especially during Mercury retrograde in Cancer, because Cancer is such a feminine archetype. Um, we are being asked to reevaluate how we communicate our feelings, how we communicate our needs and desires, how we use our voice to protect what we love. So, something to think about um, <laughs> during this time, um, especially because we do have that full moon partial eclipse in Capricorn with that tension with Mars. It's like, how, how can you find the balance between communicating your emotions and your anger in a healthy way? Now, everyone knows that when communication ceases, that connection, that relationship dies. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's um, a romantic partnership, um, if you are not speaking to each other, if you are not communicating, it's like atrophy. Um, you know, communicating, commune is in the word, to be together, to share. That is what this means. And so, um, you know, if you're in a romantic partnership, for example, and you don't feel that you can express your needs, um, or when you do, you feel shamed for it, you feel like it is bad, like you are being bad for asking for what you need, um, that relationship is probably not going to last, and it shouldn't. By the same token, if you cannot express your hurt, if you cannot express your rage, um, it's interesting to me the ways that our culture teaches um, masculine and feminine people, like teaches the styles of communication. It trains this into people. So, um, if you're into psychology at all, then you already know this, but women have more self-regulating behaviors, which basically means that we constantly police ourselves. Um, we critique our behavior, we critique our words, we're always on guard as to what we are doing, whereas men don't. Um, or, you know, masculine. I just, I want to be considerate with the whole men-women thing. You know, I'm not trying to be exclusionary. These are just the words that are available to me. Um, so, yeah, f like feminine, femininity is meant, it is trained to be passive and quiet and subservient and submissive, and it is meant to only exist to benefit masculinity. So you'll see this a lot in the corporate world where um, some women feel like the only way to get ahead is to out-masculine the men. Um, and sometimes that works because since they are exhibiting masculine qualities, 
as much or more than the men. They are then rewarded and accepted. So then there, there becomes this whole culture of thinking that feminism means we have to become like men. Um, I don't know if that's the right way to pitch it. I honestly think that we have to change the culture around um, how women are taught and permitted to express themselves. Um, and things like emotions and intuition and empathy need to be valued instead of dismissed and invalidated. So again, with that Cancer Capricorn stuff, Cancer is all of these emotive, intuitive, sympathetic, empathetic qualities. Capricorn is dry. Capricorn is interested on the external goals. Um, it can be a bit ruthless. Now, that's not to say that Cancer can't also be ruthless in its own way, but that generally comes from either the desire to protect or from having suppressed its anger for so long that it boils over. Um, so I think, given that most of my listening is female, um, notice, notice how you feel about communication in general, but specifically, how do you feel about communicating your own needs, your own desires? Um, if you feel bad or, or afraid of talking, you know, beyond just regular old introversion, because I totally get that, um, but if you, if you feel, you know, tap into your body, if, if the thought of saying something even mildly controversial or, or just related to what you want or need or how you feel, if, if the thought of doing that makes you tense or nervous, you've got to unpack why. What, where in your life did you learn that that was bad or scary or dangerous? Um, things like anxiety are a, a response to danger, um, that is your body thinking that you are going to be hurt. And so we get anxiety basically so we can get ready to run. Um, I don't know if people think about that enough, especially mentally. Anxiety is, is largely talked about as this strictly mental thing, and it's really not. It's very much visceral and in the physical body. Your heart rate jumps up. Um, you get sweaty. It, it's a fight-or-flight response. Um, it's not purely in your mind. I mean, it is in the body. And that's another place where we have to integrate the masculine and feminine notions of things. Um, the mind is almost always associated with the masculine, whereas the body is almost always associated with the feminine. I think it's long past due for these things to be integrated. Um in in all ways possible but in in communication style since that's our focus um i think it's wise to use this mercury retrograde to consider how we use our our ability to speak and to share information um and you know how can we learn to have difficult conversations without getting overly defensive without making it overly personal and just be able to say what we feel. Um, I <laughs> I started going to therapy last year um, 
and it's been interesting to sort of unpack my own shit around around that um but the longer that you sit with something and instead of letting it just rattle around your head um, and avoid it when you sit down and, and really look at something and dissect it and try to make sense of it there's something about being able to see it clearly and even talk about it clearly to state it clearly that um it loses its power so if you think about um you know magic uh spells are words words have power um whether you write them or speak them i think speaking is the best but even writing them is very effective And um, the word abracadabra, which everybody probably thinks is just like a silly, you know, stage magician thing, but it's not. It's actually really, really old. And it literally means I create what I speak. And this is the notion that being able to talk, to communicate, to give voice to our thoughts and our feelings is extremely powerful. So, um, I think we can use that. (laughs) I wish that people, um, would, would really re-examine the ways that we communicate in society and just socially in general. I wish people could have more conversations with people with opposing views, um, because it's one thing to have, you know, to have your, um your opinions validated constantly and and to think you're right all the time but it's also good I think um communication you know commune we need to commune with everyone and that's how you reach a consensus um and that doesn't happen very often anymore so um yeah I have a lot of thoughts on this um like I said we'll be working with this more on uh, Patreon was more like related directly to your your own specific Mercury, your own chart, but just some general stuff. Um, Mercury in the fire signs are passionate and direct, and um, obviously fiery, um, which is Leo, Aries, Sagittarius. Um, Mercury and water signs are very emotional, um, tend to be not as directly communicative. Um, and more intuitively based. And then um, Mercury and Earth is super practical, also not very emotional. And that doesn't mean that, like, people with Mercury and Earth signs don't have emotions. It's just, it's more dry. Um, So it's more more grounded and and just practical. And then um, Mercury in Air is very logical and um, can be avoidant. It kind of depends on the air sign, but it's also not super emotional in in the way that that it expresses itself. Um, but but very curious to its credit, certainly. Um, and another thing worth mentioning here. So while we have Mercury retrograde, we have some more eclipses. Um, And then Venus stations direct June 25th. Um, 
And then Mars moves into Aries June 27th. So there's some significant moves that happen about halfway through Mercury retrograde. So there's there's more going on than just communication issues. Um, but especially with um, this Venus retrograde that we've been having and then Mercury retrograde in Cancer, which is a very... Um, emotional sign I'm interested to see how people um, look at their relationships after Venus stations direct because things will become more clear so being able to communicate in relationships is going to be really big during this time Um, and then also Mars moving out of Pisces into Aries which is going to be having that um square with Mercury and Cancer, um, the planet of action and aggression is going to be moving into its home sign of Aries for the whole rest of 2020. Oof. I am... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Mars, Mars transit through Pisces has been really interesting to see the collective rage and the collective action because the Pisces is the col- or the Pisces sorry um <laughs> the sign of Pisces is the collective um so having Mars there has really brought people together for a cause and to act um in in these ways I'm interested to see what happens when Mars moves into Aries because Aries is more about the individual, but it's also associated with um, like warriors um, and soldiers. So I'll reserve any predictions on that for now and just um, give you that to think about because that is going to be a big theme for the second half of the year. I try not to jump too far ahead, but um, yeah, it's... Woo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, just think about the ways that you have been taught to communicate and notice when communication doesn't feel safe and ask yourself why. Um, journaling is still really good. We're still in Gemini season for a little bit longer, so you can use that to your credit. Um, you know, being able to write down thoughts and feelings helps process them. Um, so that can be a really useful tool. But also, I mean, communication to your friends, to your partner, to your loved ones. I imagine a lot of people have been having very difficult conversations with family members lately. I know a few of my friends have. And I hope that all of this will help us just learn to be better communicators and to approach conversation in that sense of of communion and community um we have to learn to talk to each other that's the only way we understand that's the only way you can really understand anybody's perspective um and that's the only way anybody can understand you so um especially if you have mercury in cancer natally it's important to not expect people to read your mind or to read your emotions Um, not everybody's good at that and it's not fair to resent people 
for not being able to do that. Um, it's an old, <laughs> it's an old saying, but it's so true. You can't fix what you don't know is broken. So if there's something broken in your life, in your relationships, you have to say it out loud in order for, for it to be addressed. Um, and I think that's also where fear around communication comes in because once you say something out loud, it becomes real. Now this has, you know, it's, it's like a two sides of the same coin. Sometimes when you're processing something and you say it out loud, especially in like a therapeutic setting, or even if you're just like venting to a friend, Sometimes when you have something bouncing around your head or, or, you know, your emotions trapped in your body and you say it out loud, it can take that power away because you have named it. Um, that's why in, um, you know, biblical stories, they had to get the name of the demon in order to control it. Um, it once you name something, you have more of a grasp on it. Once you can say what the thing is, you know what you're dealing with. So sometimes when you say it, it's like, oh, that's actually not that bad. Like now that I've expressed it, it's kind of silly and that's okay. And then other times, um, you know, I'm thinking about like a cancer diagnosis or ending a relationship or, you know, all these things that are very difficult um, when you say it out loud, it's real, and then it's your responsibility to learn how to handle it. Um, but either way, like I said, bad communication is better than no communication. So if you stumble, if you put your foot in your mouth, it's just being human. It's fine. It's part of the process. Don't beat yourself up. Just don't let yourself be silenced. Um, that's really important. I feel like especially for, for women or, or feminine people or just people that are marginalized in general, um, I feel, I feel like in the community of quote unquote, you know, nice white ladies who have been taught to be nice and be quiet and don't rock the boat and don't be controversial and don't be negative. My God, if I hear that one more time, but, um, those are just ways that, that it's like, um, it's a cop out. I mean, it's like, let me shame you into saying nothing because I don't like what you're saying. That's not constructive. And a lot of women are taught that, oh, you're being negative. Oh, don't be, you know, it's like if somebody's prefaces something with, well, I don't want to be negative, but it's like, no, an opinion, stating an opinion, or even just stating the facts of certain things is not negative. You're speaking. It's okay. You're allowed to speak. You're allowed to take up space. Um, and I think within the last few weeks, we've really noticed how collective voice is so powerful. It can be scary to have to f use your voice by yourself. But when you have other people who are singing the same song, um, it's just beautiful and powerful and useful. But we're not always going to have the choir. Sometimes we have to just be brave enough to say something 
for ourselves, whether it's, um, you know, I quit or I want a divorce or, hey, that thing you said was really shitty and it hurt my feelings or Black Lives Matter or, you know, just it's okay. It's okay to talk. I just feel like I really need to put that out there, um, especially as a woman. It's like, please use your voice. And um, maybe I'll do a whole other episode because we're already almost to an hour, but I feel like there's a deeper conversation that needs to happen around the way that women, because of the way that we are taught um, quote-unquote appropriate communication styles, we're taught to self-regulate, we're also taught to police other women's speech. And I think a lot of that is projection and resentment. If I'm not allowed to be loud and, and crass and blunt and frank, you aren't either. And I see a lot of that going around too on social media of, um, you know, some women having, finally having the gumption to use their voice and the people that are critiquing them are not men. They're other women. Um, so that's a deeper issue that we definitely have to work on as a culture as well, but things to keep in mind. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to try to get some more regular stuff out. I just got really involved with the things that are happening in my, um, local town and I feel like it's important to be present and do what I can. Um, and I'm sure some of you listening have been there with me doing it. So I appreciate you. Um, But yeah, the theme this month is definitely going to be communication, communication, communication. You're allowed to talk. You're allowed to speak. You're allowed to yell. You're allowed to give voice to how you feel. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not as dangerous as you think or as people would like you to believe. Um, They just don't want to be uncomfortable. But, you know. Welcome to 2020, baby. We're just all uncomfortable. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, So thank you so much for listening. I'm sure I'll be back soon with some more stuff for you all. Um, If you are interested in the, I guess, more personal Mercury retrograde stuff that we'll be working on this month, you can find that at patreon.com slash practical underscore magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Well, I signed off, and then I realized that I forgot to mention um, (laughs) in my feminist tirade, I forgot to mention um, tools for things to look for with this Mercury retrograde. So um, look to the sign of cancer in your chart and see what's there, what house it's in, as well as any Uh, natal planets there, but especially anything between 14 and 5 degrees of Cancer or 14 and 5 degrees of Capricorn because any natal planets um, or even like house uh, cusps that you have there will be especially activated during this time. Um, And also in order to better understand the way that you personally communicate, you want to look to your Mercury, so the sign in the house that your Mercury is in, as well as whatever sign your third house falls in, and if you have any planets in the third house, 
as well as um, the ascendant because the ascendant has to do with how you um, basically project your personality, which inevitably involves the way that you communicate. So ascendant, um, third house, and wherever your Mercury is, as well as anything from 14 degrees to 5 degrees Cancer or Capricorn. Um, and also it's good to take a look at the sign of Gemini in your chart just to see if you have any planets there or um, what house Gemini falls in for you, as that is also ruled by Mercury, um, as is Virgo, but... For our for our purposes, we'll just we'll just go with Gemini, um, and I'll talk more about that on Patreon. But sorry to jump back in. <laughs> I just finished and then realized that I got a little carried away and uh, totally forgot to mention that. So, okay, for real this time. Bye. <laughs>